Worry is pulling tomorrow's clouds over today's sunshine. Worry is pulling tomorrow's clouds over today's sunshine. Whoa. Think about that. Keep the sun shining. In other words. Again, welcome to 2015. The first Sunday of 2015. So according to our calendar, January 1st, 2015 marks the beginning of a new year. And people all around the world celebrated the uh, coming new year, hoping, wishing, and believing for a better new year. Um, many have made resolutions to improve or better themselves in different areas of their lives. How many made resolutions besides myself? Well, there's three of you, four of you, well... The rest of you, I guess you're happy where you're at. So I will pray that for you. Remain, remain where you're at. You don't, you don't want any more blessings. You want things to keep on coming the way they are. Okay. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 1. And for those that are going through the Bible, here we go. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created. God created. The word created is 1254 in your Strong's Concordance. It means called into existence and produced. Or spoken into existence and produced. So each time God spoke in spoke into existence something. Amen. Okay? And look at verse 4. And God saw the light, and it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. So everything that God created, he said it was good. Hallelujah. We need to start our new year with good things. The best way to do that is find something in God's word that's good and pronounce it in your own year for 2015. So God has granted each and every one of us the privilege to live in this year of 2015. Boy, some of you are really happy about that one, okay? So, with each day in 2015... The day becomes a day of opportunity to make important right choices and decisions. So each day you have a, an opportunity to bring something important into your life. Speak something great into your life. Don't say, oh, it was terrible yesterday. I got up with a, a sore back. Or, you know, that headache just, you don't want that following you next into the next day, like, like we just said, worry is pulling tomorrow's clouds over today. Sunshine. So let's get the sunshine going. Speak God's word. 
unless we are alert and determined to do so, we will find ourselves drifting through this coming year, just adding days to our lives instead of fulfilling those days with significant meaning. You don't want to just live your days out. You want to have significant meaning in your days. Think about that. Make your day great. Start it off with good morning, Jesus. Hello, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Not too many of us, you know, says jump out of your bed and dance around it. I don't think too many, I didn't do that today. But, uh, well, sometimes I jump up and get out of bed in the wintertime because it's so cold I have to dance. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we need to do that all the time, not get cold, but jump up and dance and thank the Lord that it's a new day. Amen. Uh, Let's make each day significant and fulfilling. That means we need to speak God's word into our lives daily. When you get up in the morning, this is the day that you have made, and I shall rejoice in it, not mumble and complain. Okay. Of course, we know what Jeremiah 29, 11 says. Amen? It says, He has thoughts towards us that tend only to peace, And a good reward. So God has plans for us every day. Just like you have plants for each day. God has plans. We need to find out his plans. Get your GPS unit on. Zero it in on what God's word says. That's your plans for the day. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. He'll give you new insight and inspiration for the day. Amen. Well, we see here that uh, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, anybody remember what that one is? We are now new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things, old things are passed away. And everything is new. So we have a fresh new start. If you need to, say that. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I have a new fresh start today. Mercy and goodness follow me every day of my life. And the devil's under my feet, if you want to put that one there too. Don't let him whisper in your ear. Then of course, Going along with that uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, verse 20, 21 says that we have been made the righteousness of, uh, righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we are righteous. And the, righteous, and the righteous shall receive all his desires. So we need to say that I am righteous and I will receive all my desires. Well, some of you are happy about it. Okay, let's look at some ways that, uh, to know God. Let's go to now Psalms chapter 90. That's Psalms chapter 90. We will get out early today. 
I didn't hear, hear any grumbling on that one. That's... So I must, must be well-liked. Okay. Psalms 90, looking at verse 12, it says, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. From the Amplified, it says, So teach us to number our days that we may get us a heart of wisdom. So we need to put this one up there too. Walk with God. Walk with God. Teach us to number our days. You know, if you knew today was your last day, what would you do? Well, some of us would just sit back and wait for the clock to strike 12. And Now, we need to know what we need to do. We need to, we, we would certainly, if we knew... I just read something the other day. Let me see if I can re recall it. Um, oh, um, it was said that uh, they had gotten, this is in Uganda, it's a true story, they had rounded up some Christians and they were killing them. The Muslims were killing them. Uh, and they brought this young man up. He says, can I say one thing before you? He says, make it quick. We want to get rid of you. He says, I forgive you. I'm a Christian. And I pray that God forgives you. And it's all right. So, you know, they shot him. And so, down the line, they came up and another guy says, hey, what are you doing here? He says, you're not, you're not one of these Christians. He says, no. He says, get out of here. So they let this guy go. But when he, they let this guy go, he saw what happened to this other guy. And from that moment on, he began to preach the good news of the gospel. Uh, your life, when you give it, is worth everything to somebody else. If they receive. Wow. Okay. Um, didn't want to do it, but teach us to number our days. Find out what, what the Lord wants you to do to this day. He has a plan. If he has a plan for us, that means each day there is a plan for us. You know, sure, it's going to work. But maybe going to work, you need to pray. Instead of putting on the, putting on the radio, you need to pray. Or maybe it is putting on the radio and finding, finding a new station or putting it in, in a... DVD, if you have an old car, put a cassette in. If you have a real old one, put an eight-track in. <laughs> but find out what God is wanting you to do Amen. during that time of driving. You know, um, instead of yelling at people that cut you off at your intersection or, you know, speed by you or get in front of you and drop down to 30 miles an hour while you're trying to get to work. You know, all sorts of things happen. You need to pray then. Pray for that individual. They might, they might be going through a bad day or starting off a bad day. You can change that day for them if you pray for them. Really? You can change their day. 
Yeah, if, if you're in a position that you're going to work and, and you know that uh, somebody or possibly somebody is going through a bad time, you can pray for that individual that when they come to work, that the anointing upon you will fall upon them. That they'll, they'll feel good. Don't have the other anointing, though, of murmuring, complaining. You want to give them a good anointing, anointing that's a ble uh, blessing. Uh, okay, let's uh, and go back to Genesis chapter 17. In Genesis chapter 17, we see here, look what happens when you, when you walk with God. Genesis chapter 17, uh, beginning verse 1. And when Adam was 90 years old, and nine, the Lord appeared unto Abram, Abram and said unto him, I am almighty God, walk before me, and be thou perfect. So he's walking with God. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thee exceedingly. So if when we walk with God, he's making a covenant. He has a covenant. You have a covenant with God when you walk with him. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, and saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations, neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations I have made thee. I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan and, ever, and everlasting possession, and I will be their God. There's a, there's a covenant. You walk with God, he says, I'm going to have a covenant with you. And you will be blessed as long as you follow through, as you continue to walk with. We know that Abraham had a few stumbles, but he stayed with God. Amen. And we call him the father of faith. Hallelujah. It's our time. The new beginning. Let him be first in our lives now. I mean, uh, we say he's Jesus is first in our life, and then, then something happens, and uh, we're called to do something, and oh, Lord, it's too late at night. Have Mary pray about it. Have someone else in the congregation pray about it. I am too tired. Well, I would hope that when you are having a problem that when the call, God calls on somebody else, that they don't say, I'm too tired, let somebody else pray for you. Huh? So, it's important that we walk with God and, and hear what he says. Okay. Second thing we need to do in Proverbs chapter 3. In Proverbs chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Hallelujah. So we need to 
surrender to God's will and he will direct our paths. Before God will reveal anything or his will to us, we must commit to doing what he has planned for us. Commit to what he has planned for us. Uh, when we are self-sufficient or self-confident, um, that's where the beginning of ruin starts in our lives. Since the fall, since the fall of Adam and Eve, they were self-confident to do it their way, and that's why they fell. And we can't do that. Uh, our sins, uh, man's sin, has been to live independently without God in this world. Well, I can do it. I find myself saying that all the time. Well, I can do that. I can do that. Well, how about getting a little aid and help sometimes. Find out God, what God wants you to do. Instead of, instead of volunteering and getting yourself into a mess sometimes. Anybody ever volunteered for something and hoped, that, wished they would, uh, you know, hey, you know, um, like they say, you bit too much off to chew or something like that. Um, hey, find out if you need to volunteer. Sometimes we don't need to volunteer. There be, might be somebody else that can do it better. And, and relieve you of the stress and anxiety of trying to get the thing done because you've piled extra stuff on yourself. Hello, I'm the only one. Boy, sometimes I feel like, ah! But you know why you have to fulfill that? Pardon me? You said you would. It says, swear to your own hurt. Oh, wow. That, that is a bad one. So watch out what you do. Surrender to God's word, God's will, and, and everything will be perfected. Okay, for, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. In 1 Thessalonians. Oh, glory to God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Oops, I got the wrong one, I think, here. Yes, I wrote it wrong. No, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Obey, number 3, obey what you already know what God's will is. Obey what you already know what God's will is. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 22. Abstain from the appearance of evil. Some of us need to get a hold of this. Uh, <laughs> abstain from the, the appearance of evil. When we don't obey the things of God the, that he has shown us that are wrong, why would he then give us new instructions? If you're not doing what he called you to do, why would he give you new instructions? No, you got, we need to obey what the will, the will that we know of. And here we see, abstain from the appearance of, of evil. 
I like what the Amplified says. Abstain from evil, shrink from it, and keep it aloof from it. In whatever, whatever form or whatever kind it may be. Wow. <laughs> How many of you have ever seen the magazine racks? You know, there's certain magazines that, you know, I like to look at or pick up. And now I usually subscribe to them. But, you know, sometimes if, well, there's a car magazine, I'll pick it up. and They might have, uh, you know, a certain article on, on, on something. I'll pick it up and look at that. But also in that rack are other magazines that I am not supposed to be around. You know, and if the magazine's here and they got another one over here that's right next to it, People don't know what I'm looking at. So what does it say? I saw Pastor Dave, and he was right there in that, 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 that bad section. So you have to watch what you're doing. Abstain from the parents. Now I don't even look at the magazines. I could maybe sometimes get the title if I see a title. I'll go to the internet. Fine, fine with the internet, and sometimes... I can, you can get that article. You know, if it's not there, well, that's fine too. But you know what I'm saying? Don't don't get yourself into trouble. So, boy, you're quiet. I'm glad you're all good out there. <laughs> oh, let's see what happens when we get into trouble. First Samuel chapter 15. That's First Samuel chapter 15. You may recall the stories from last year. First Samuel chapter 15. Uh, King Saul was told to eliminate everybody and he didn't do it. And verse 22, And Samuel saith, hath, hath the Lord as as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness. Uh-oh. Many of us like to have, we know we don't operate in witchcraft, but some of us operate in this other one. I ain't going to look up. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Obedience is God's way to success. Amen. Hallelujah. How are we doing out there? Some of us, you know, here we are, the very beginning of the year, and I'm already telling you bad things about myself. Okay, let's go to Psalms 1. Everybody knows that one. We need to look at, it, look at it in a different, totally different light. Psalms 1. We need to seek godly input. Number four, we need to seek godly input. Verse 1 from the Amplified, ha blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and inviolable is a man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, 
following their advice, their plans, and purposes, nor stand submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. But his delight and desires are in the law or the word of, God, of the Lord and in the word, uh, the precepts and instructions and teachings of God. He habitually meditates, ponders, and studies by day and by night. He shall be like a tree firmly planted and tendered by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not fade nor wither, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. Whoa, glory to God, hallelujah. So, we need to find out what godly input is. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 7, quickly. Matthew chapter 7. You need to notice something here real quick. Matthew chapter 7. And verse 7. Matthew 7 and 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that seeketh receiveth, and he, and he that seeketh findeth, and him that knocketh, it shall be open. Whoa. Ask, seek, and knock. Take, take the first letter of each of those words, ask, seek, and knock, and what, do you, what does it say? What? Ask, seek, and knock, and you take the first letter of each one of those words, and it says, ask. It is God's will that we ask. It's God's will that we ask. To ask implies want. To ask implies want. To seek or seeking implies a loss. To knock implies a need. So we need to ask with confidence. Seek with care and application. Knock with earnestness and perseverance. Wow. So we need to ask. That's good. Number five. We're almost done. This will be a quick one tonight or this morning. Let me see what time we got. Oh, yeah. Number five. We need to pay attention how God created you. Pay attention how God created you. I'm not saying you look in the mirror and say, well, I got brown eyes and uh, missing teeth, you know, that type of stuff. But we need to see how, pay attention how God created you. God designed you for a purpose. So let's look at some of these things. Psalms 139. Psalms 139. Psalms 139, verse 14. Uh, from the Amplified, I will confess and praise you, 
For you are fearfully, I'll get it out, fearfully and wonderfully and for and for awful wonder of my birth. Wonderful are your works and you are my inner self knows right well. Uh, from the King James. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works that my soul knoweth right well. So we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't listen to what other people say. Find out what God says about you and claim it. Uh, um, hate to say it, that when some of us were growing up, uh, maybe we had parents that said, well, you're, you're no good, you're not uh, accountable for anything, uh, you know, that type of stuff, or your friend said it, or even maybe a teacher says, you're, you're dumb and stupid, get over sitting on, you know. Take a break, uh, look into the, into the corner there and find out what you're supposed to do. I mean, things that put you down. Find out, find out what God says about it, you. And if you have children at home, do as, as, as the Jews have done. You know, on the, I, don't, I know they do it daily, but on, on their Sabbath day, when they get around the table, they speak good things over their children. You're the seed of Abraham. You're the righteous. You are blessed. You are prosperous. Whatever you put your hand to shall prosper. You're the head, not the tail. You're above and not beneath. This is what they tell their children. Well, you know, you're doing well in your schooling. We'll practice a little bit more on that. You might have a little problem there, but we're going to get you through it. When you do that, inst institute that into, into your children, hey, wow. Um, last week on the Israeli news, I, I pick up Israeli news on, on the television set. Um, they, they can make a person that's paralyzed walk. They, they strap arms, you know, it's like a, what these robots. And they place them, I, perfect, I mean, the individual might be paralyzed completely, and that individual thinking the thoughts, somehow it transfers and this person walks. They, they have made, um, invented, you go out in the desert, and there's no water around. They put a little machine out there and they pull out of that hot air. They pull moisture out of that hot air and then get a gallon of water. This is with a little tiny thing. Hey, we're, 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 we're bad here in California. We're needing water. They came up with the, with the drip system. They've got even a better uh, way of doing the drip system now. They have ways that are... And they're willing to share it with the world. I mean, for, for somebody that, that's paralyzed, they can walk, you know, do things. Um, I think if you go online, oh, I'll have to I'll bring, bring it to you next week or Wednesday, but uh, there's a place that you can invest. They are wanting investors. To, for their, for their um, 
for some of these things. You have to have major capital to invest, but they, these things are, are going to change the world. So they're asking for investors to help them put it on. This is all through Israel. Israel is ahead of us in technology. Why? Because we used to be that way. That's why America was so great. But uh, we, we're falling off the curve now, and Israel is coming up. It says in the last days that Israel will be jealous. I mean, the world will be jealous of Israel. And this is why. So, you know, there's ways to invest. If you want to make money, invest in Israel. There are people, God's people, they're being blessed. Some, some of us got to start thinking. You know. Okay. Romans 8.37 says that we are more than conquerors. We need to know this is how God created us. We are made to be more than conquerors. 1 John 3.2 says that we are sons of God. Hallelujah. If you're a son, then you're an heir, and everything comes down to you. This is how we need to see ourselves through this new year. Uh, number six, listen to God's voice. Listen to God's voice. Let's go to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. John chapter 10, looking at verse 5. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from them, for they know not the voice of strangers. Then we go down to verse 16. And other sheep have I, which are not of this fold. Them also I will bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Glory to God. He's, he says, I'm gathering not only the Jews, but I'm gathering the Gentiles that believe in me. Hallelujah. We're part of the seed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sheep always follows, in, in the eastern countries, sheep always follows their own shepherd's voice. The sheep can get mingled together, but then when the shepherd starts to speak, the sheep will gravitate to their shepherd. That's how they, they separated the sheep in those days. But you've got to hear the voice. This is what we need to do. We need to hear God's voice. That's getting into his word and finding out what his word tells us. And then also getting into prayer and finding what the Holy Spirit is telling us. Because he's going to tell us what Jesus said. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The word in, in Psalms tells us it, it it's a, gives light for our path. Glory to God. The word is truth. John uh, 17, 7. Sanctify them through thy word is truth. So, glory to God. We're listening to God's voice. Your hearing's God's voice. Your reading's God's voice. And then, then when you pray, when you hear, you need to sometimes uh, 
should have a notebook or a pencil with you because if you're praying, sometimes they'll give you some instructions. Uh, I know that sometimes I've gotten instructions and I have not written them down. And a couple hours later, I'm trying to write them down and I'm missing a few points. I might get point A and point Z and everything in the middle is gone, you know. I know that this is what I'm supposed to do and this is what's going to accomplish, but how do I get there? And it's blank. You know what I'm saying? You've got to know what's in the middle in order to get there. It's a progressive step. It's like on a ladder. You start at the bottom rung, you can't jump up to the top one right away. You've got to go through your, your progression. So if God's talked to you, carry a, note, a pen and notebook or iPad. If you're fast enough, you can type it down. And you have it. That's one thing I found out that the iPad's pretty good. It's got you can write your notes in. I didn't. I'm not too fast with that, so so find out what, what he's talking talking to you about about your career, your family, your finances, your ministry, whatever it may be. God is constantly showing us and telling us his thoughts towards us are more than all the sands of the sea. How many thoughts did you hear him speak to you today with? If his thoughts are more than all the sands of the sea towards you, how many thoughts did you pick up on today? Get up and go to church. And that's it. There's something else. He said something else. He said, possibly there's something that w within the word that's being spoken or that which is sung that should spark you to do something. Because he's giving us a plan. So we need to find out what he says. So listen to God's voice. Psalms 37. In Psalms 37... This is number seven. Psalms 37. This is number seven on how to seek God. We listen to God's voice. Psalms 37. Looking at verse four and five. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of thy heart. Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust, him, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So we need to listen to our heart, because he's going to... Bring things to our heart. Amen. To your spirit man. That's your heart. He's going to bring the things there. And you need to listen. The witty ideas. Amen. The way to get here and there. How to accomplish certain things. When to buy and when to sell. Amen. What to buy and what not to buy. Well, that's getting pretty, you know, touchy-touchy type thing. That's micromanagement. No, God, if you listen, that's not micromanagement. That's, that's helping us out. Um, have we ever seen sales on things? I went to the store the other day and I saw a sale and I saw this other thing. 
I said, well, that's a sale, and this, but this, is, this looks a better price. Not thinking. I bought the other one. I should have bought Then I go back. I should have bought the other one because I got two of those for half the price of that one and got the same amount. That was brilliant of me, you know. <laughs> Not listening. So we need to listen. So I got the same amount that I would have got with two, but with the two, I would have had a cheaper price than with the single. <laughs> Boy, it's, you know, sometimes you're in a rush and you think better. I had that thought. Look at that again. Well, I've got to hurry up. I got back. This is, I really, I just paid double for something that I got at single, you know. Don't laugh too loud. Okay? Number eight, the last one we have. Take a look at your circumstances and your situations. Take a look at your circumstances and situations. Understand that you have faith to change those things. Understand you have faith to change those things. Romans uh, 4.17 we look at this quite a bit, but look at it again. Romans 4, 17, because this is the beginning of the year. You hear a lot of things over again. Romans 4, 17 says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before whom he believed in even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. So you can change your situations and circumstances. You have been given the faith to change situations and circumstances this year. Because the enemy is going to put situations and circumstances there as a stumbling block to, to uh, give you a detour. Use your faith, but you better listen sometimes. Going along, right along with that, that scripture, turn with me to 2 Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians, you find the same thing spoken of in chapter 4. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Hallelujah! That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Look at verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So you need to look at the things that are not seen, the eternal things that give you substance. God's word will give you substance in anything you do. So you can change the situation and circumstances that you have been have been placed before you. That's good news for this year. Amen. So you can ask Well, let's see. It's, what time is it? Somebody, somebody give me the time. I think I broke a record here. I did. Well, before we close off, hope you got something on that. Take it through the year. Uh, don't forget to pick up your, your calendars for this year, or the 